Hey, let's talk about destiny, how to manifest it, how to take control, how to sit in the driver's seat in your life and make things happen. Your destiny. Let's talk about it. Welcome to the Yellow Chair Podcast with X, where we deep dive into the stories that drive our lives. All right, let's get storyfied and talk about destiny. Now, destiny has kind of two general philosophical spaces, right? And they couldn't be more diametrically opposed. On one side, we have the idea that we can't manifest our destiny, right? It's predetermined. We don't have control. Just sit back, relax, watch the movie and let it flow. I don't tend to believe in that school of thought because I've seen too many times where my own actions and even inactions have directly, directly impacted the outcome and where I find myself and therefore my destiny. And plus, it's a more empowering position to be in. So why not believe wholeheartedly in my own power to manifest my destiny? And from that perspective, evaluating so many different schools of thoughts and success principles and people who have gone before me and trying to figure out my own life, I try to say, hey, how can I make this simple? How can I put this into a formula that allows me to really backtrack, you know, where I find myself? Here I am today. Here's the outcome I got. What led to it? And how can I create a system that I can pass on to others who can start to really think about this idea called destiny and start manifesting it? And it came down to this simple idea, the D-line. The D-line, yeah, dominating your D-line, as in your destiny comes down to five key things that when I'm working on my own life, which is always a work in progress, always, never ending, or I'm helping someone else, whether that's my wife, my kids, my clients, or I'm just looking at others who are telling their story and how they have arrived, it always comes down to these five simple ideas based upon human psychology, based upon principles, based upon the unfolding of a thing that ultimately leads to our destiny. So if you have a pen and pad, pull it out. If you're taking notes, write this down because there are going to be five D's to dominating your D-line. Now let's talk about it. That D-line called destiny. The first domino to drop here is desire. Desire is the first domino. It's the first one. Now, desire is just basically the emotional impulse we feel at any given moment. It's our desire. But where does that come from? Have you ever asked yourself, where does the desire come from and what's the catalyst to it? Well, simply put, it's basically our senses, right? We sense something in our environment around us or in our body, and that sends a signal to the brain through our senses, and then we interpret that signal, and then we label it. We define it, we give it meaning, and then an emotional impulse or desire comes about from it. That's the kind of technical process of a desire, something that we can feel at any given moment. So if we say, I feel hungry, I want to eat. Well, that's a cascade of events happening in our body, signals and hormones and brain firing and this, and that, and the other, interpreting it and saying, okay, here's the thing. You feel hungry, which means what? I desire to eat. Very simple idea. And every desire that we have, good, bad, or different, follows the same exact 
formula. But if we really step back from it and we say, what is really a desire? At the end of the day, it's just a signal. It's a signal on the dashboard. If you're in your car and a light comes on, you look at the light, you interpret it, it's just a signal. You can follow it, you cannot follow it, you could ignore it, you could keep driving. It's just a signal. It, it's not something that you have to move with. And that's the key I'm trying to make here because the second domino, which is an important domino, it's the domino of the adult world. It's the domino of manifesting one's destiny. And that domino is decision. Decision. It's where we apply our executive faculty and we evaluate the desire to see if it's right and true. To see if it aligns with what we actually want, with our values, with who we are, with where we want to go in life. And that is the distinction between the adolescent and the mature mind is that we apply the executive faculty and we make decisions. Right. So I'll give you an example. I'm walking down the street. I'm a married man. I love my wife. But I see this gorgeous, beautiful, sexy woman walking down the street and she's putting a little switch to the hip. And it seems like she's doing it just for me. And she looks at me, she licks her lips and smiles and winks. And she's basically pulling out her phone now. We get into a conversation and she's asking me for my number. Now, the desires in me are very clear. I feel this. The cascade of hormones and, and all the other stuff. I'm starting to become aroused. This very sexy, vivacious woman has just inserted herself into my world and I desire, right? I have, we have these instinctual things, right? We have like three brains or whatever, mammalian, reptilian, our primal brain, all these things based upon just pure, raw, animalistic instinct and desire. But I'm a grown-ass man. I've made vows. I have things that mean more than just these desires. So now I have to what? Make a decision. Make a decision. That lines up with where I want to go in life. Now, this is very fundamental stuff. And I'm bringing it up in the D line because it's important for us to understand how things unfold. These desires, which we all have, if not put through the filter of decision, can put us in a bad position. And so many of the things that happen in our life that we are not so proud of or that turned out in a bad way, or that we regret, I promise you, the second domino of decision probably wasn't used. We probably ran with pure desire. Decision is the toolkit of the person who seeks to manifest destiny because it is foundational to making sure only the right and true desires get to the next stage, which is devotion. Devotion is where we re-energize the impulse, the idea. So desire is the emotional impulse of feeling. Decision is filtering it to make sure it's right and true for us. And now devotion is now amplifying this right and true idea because now we've given it permission. We, it, it lines up with what I actually want. It lines up with my values and who I am and where I want to go. It's right for me. So now I'm going to energize that idea. 
I'm going to fantasize about it. I'm going to imagine around it. I'm going to future pace around it. I'm going to mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually allow it to become part of me. I'm basically at this stage gestating the idea, right? Like bringing it to term while decision-making is kind of like the impregnation of it, like allowing it in. And now I have to gestate it. I have to give it fuel. I have to give it juice. This is what devotion is. And so many of us, if we break this, this D line apart, we skip this phase. We skip this phase. And it's an important one because without the fuel and juice, the driver can't take the vehicle across the finish line. You need emotion. You need energy in motion. So you have to inculcate and bring about a raw, deep, high level of desire and devotion to the table. So do you have a process for devoting yourself to things purposefully, especially, especially the things that are hard? Because the decisions that we are most proud of and the decisions that lead to the destiny that puts us in a place where we actually want to be require effort. They acquire fuel. They require raw resources to be put into play. And if we're not devoted enough, what happens? We start, we stop. We get into our journey. We turn around, we pivot, right? We don't see a thing through. It has nothing to do with whether or not we want it or not. It has nothing to do with our decision. It has everything to do with not having enough juice in the tank, enough fuel, So do you have a process for becoming fully and wholly devoted mentally, emotionally, physically and spiritually? Because when you become devoted, something miraculous happens. This is where the miracle happens in this next step. Right. The magic in it all. And this fourth domino. Is direction. Direction is the miracle in the D line. Direction is basically When your devotion, meaning the energy in motion, changes your direction, literally changes your direction. So now all the attention and focus that you're giving to your life is now intentionally funneled in a very specific direction. And that is the miracle in all of this. And here's why I say that. When you change your direction, you change your viewpoint. You change every aspect of your awareness. And because of that, you start to see, feel, taste, hear, smell all the things that are in alignment with your intention, meaning your direction. And I'll break it down simply. If you're facing east, will you see the sunset? No. You won't. You're facing east. You can only see the sunrise. You won't see the sun set. But all you have to do is change your direction. You don't have to run. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to do anything. Just change your direction. And now you start to see what? You can see a sunset if you stand west. It's very simple. And that's the miracle of it all. Because when you orient yourself toward a thing, you start to see a thing. For example, and this is an old kind of, Example, if you start thinking of the color red and no matter where you are right now, put the color red into your purview and you're directing your intention around it. What happens? You start to see it. You start to see it everywhere. And when you become devoted and your direction changes, that's the miracle, because now you have created the propensity 
and the probability of something becoming a part of your life because you are directed toward it. Right. That's the miracle. I mean, this is pure math. At the end of the day, you've created the opportunity and the probability of brushing up against something else that uh, aligns with where you're going. But I call it the math, the miracle in it, not the math, because it is miraculous. And that's how success begets more success. And that's why people that you see who are really good at something or they're oriented towards something, they just seem to get it over and over and over and over again. And it's like, why? The direction, right? What they see, the lens by which they are viewing the world because of their devotion to a thing and intention allows them to galvanize and bring more of that into their awareness because they are simply directed at a thing. Direction is so key, so important. And we discount it because we jump to the next domino, which is doing. We think doing is the, the miracle. It's, it's, the, it's the juice. It's, it's the most important step. It's actually the last domino to fall. Because when you're in the right direction, what you do has far more what? Impact. I can run a thousand miles going to the east, give every effort I could possibly give, but I still won't see the sunset. When all I have to do is to be directed in the right way. And now the probability and the chances of it actually happening with me doing something magnified, multiplies. And now my doing is far more effective. So that last domino, the fifth domino is doing. When you start taking actions that allow you to think, feel and and do things that are in that direction, you start to bring intention and awareness, action and activity. And now you start manifesting because doing is the last domino to fall, which then equates to what? Destiny, the final outcome, the final frontier. <laughs> right. So so if we break this down, desire is that first domino. Decision is where the adults in the room take over. And now we allow the kids to play by allowing them to become devoted and emotionally excited about a thing which changes our direction, which allows us to then see the probabilities or at least to have the probability of something occurring in our life. And then when we start doing things, we start to what? Find ourselves in new positions with new outcomes and therefore manifesting our destiny. That's the D-line. Now, practically speaking, if you just sit down and you create five columns on a piece of paper or on your phone, five little headings, and you reverse engineer where you find yourself today, your destiny, you will find that your D-line, you didn't dominate it if you're not happy with where you are. If you are happy with where you are and you reverse engineer, you'll see uh, whether you were conscious of it or not, you had the right desire, which then led to a decision making around it, which then allowed you to become even more devoted to it because it was in alignment with who you are, which changed your direction which created the opportunity and probability for a thing to happen in your life and made your actions of doing far more effective, therefore, what? Changing your destiny. Oh, my. It's the D-line. It's the D-line. So wherever you are, if you're trying to put this into effect in your life, take the time to consciously sit down for a second and and map out your D-line. What is it that you actually desire? And now put it through the matrix of decision. Is it for me? Is this what I value? Is this going to help me? 
Does this help those I love and lead? Is this something that, you know, is right and true for me and not coming from a place of fear or from someone else's blueprint of my reality? Put it through that decision matrix. Make sure it's for you. Battle test it. Right. Once you've allowed it that level of scrutiny and it passes the sniff test. Now allow yourself to become devoted to it. Imagine it. Right. Practice drill rehearsing in your head. What is it going to look like when you get it? What is it going to feel like? Future paces. See yourself having it. Right. If you wanted this brand new home, uh, uh, like for me, like uh, my, my wife retires soon, we'll we'll be settling down um, somewhere. And, you know, I'm in the habit now of going to go uh, visit, you know, these multimillion dollar houses that are for sale in the market. When I'm traveling, I'm going places. Just allowing myself to just feel what it feels like to be one of these big homes that my wife really wants and putting ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically and spiritually into that vision, allow myself to want it and desire it. Because truthfully, I, like, like it's not an important thing for me, but it's an important thing for her. So I have to devote myself to it to make it happen. I, I know I have to, I have to put fuel in the fire. So you got to allow yourself to give yourself over emotionally to the things that you've already put the intellectual mapping to. Because that's going to what change your direction. And if your direction changes, boom, what direction do I need to be facing? Direction is basically the environment, basically the, the, the blueprint for where you're going, what you're looking for, the lens by which you see the world. If you're trying to, for example, lose weight, well, the direction that you need to be standing in is, is putting yourself in an environment where people are losing weight, who are active and athletic. You're directed toward those things. You're, you're in a position where you're seeing, feeling, hearing, tasting what other sense did I miss? Anyway, you get my point where your direction is in tune to the things that you actually are devoted to. And, and you know you have this formula, right? Because when your direction shifts away from your devotion, you start to feel incongruent. You start to feel like something isn't right because your devotion, the energy and emotion is being disrupted. So you got to be able to pay attention to that and readjust, become more devoted, which automatically changes your direction. One of the things I, I encourage you to think about here as we close out is that trying to change your direction without changing your devotion is intellectual exercise. But it's far easier to put more fuel on a fire and it automatically changes your direction because that devotion is all encompassing and all powerful energy and motion. So practice, drill, rehearse, imagine your maps map, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. What can immerse you fully and wholly into that vision, that idea, which will then change your direction. And once you're directed, start taking steps, no matter how small, in that direction. And because you are fully and wholly focused in the direction with your intention, your actions will be far more impactful. I'll leave you with one last metaphor here for this. Uh, speaking to a client the other day, and he was telling me about growing up on an orchard. And he would say his his, his dad, they would cut down uh, apple trees that were dead from time to time. And he went out there one day, and he was trying to cut down a tree, and he had picked up a hammer. <laughs> and he was banging the tree and banging the tree with everything he had. Everything he had, he was like, the tree wasn't going anywhere. Of course it wasn't. Then he got an axe. And he started cutting down the tree, cutting down the tree, cutting down the tree, and it went down. Boom, right? 
way less effort, way less effort. And his dad came out and he told him, he said, hey, son, listen, an axe works because it's the right tool. And it's the right tool because it focuses all of your energy and effort into one small sliver of space, the razor's edge of that axe. And that's what the D-line is about, is creating a razor sharp edge on your axe. Most of us come out and we swing in a blunt hammer at it. All the effort, all the strength in the world isn't going to knock down that tree. But when we have an axe and we're aligned, our D-line and we're dominating it, our actions are far more impactful. And that's the miracle in that direction piece. So align yourself, dominate your D-line. And I promise you, you'll end up in a place, a place that you manifested and will into existence. And that's a story worth living. I'm out. Hey fam, thanks again for joining me in the yellow chair. I wanna invite you to go even deeper to take this to the next level by pulling out your phone and texting me at 800-425-2095. That's 800-425-2095. That's my direct number. Type in the word yellow chair. And when you text me, you'll be joining my X Factor weekly insider community where I send out resources to help you to continue to storify your life and to lead your story. So don't miss that opportunity. 800-425-2095. Thanks again for joining me here in the yellow chair. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, share these podcasts. We're trying to change 100 million people's lives and you're a part of that. So thank you again and I see you in the next yellow chair. I'm out.